Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome back to God's Playbook. We continue our little mini-series here on the Bread of Life Discourse in John chapter 6. The last two days we've been talking about what Jesus meant when he said, I am the bread of life. And here we finish off with John chapter 6, verses 52 to 59. So we hear in the gospel, the Jews quarreled among themselves saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. These things he said while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, this beautiful passage, which we reflect upon here on the Lord's Day, where we are all called to feast on the body and blood of Jesus, not as an obligation, but rather as a deep desire, please God. It's an opportunity for us to really reflect upon these beautiful words. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. But whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Beautiful, comforting words of Jesus to help to sustain us, to lift us up, to keep us with our eye on the prize here, knowing that God is a God of accompaniment who never abandons his people. The Eucharist continues to be for us food for the journey here on earth and food for the journey that is to come, preparing us for eternal life. And Jesus is abundantly clear of his expectation of us. That's why the church in her wisdom has always gathered at the Eucharistic banquet table of the Lord to do as Jesus commanded at the Last Supper. He said to the apostles, who then passed on to the first disciples of the church that has been passed down through the generations for 2,000 years now, friends, as we gather in thanksgiving around the altar of our God. No longer animal sacrifices, but rather the only sacrifice and atonement for sin that God will accept is that of the Lord himself. And so he freely gives himself for us to eat, for indeed his flesh is true food and his blood is true drink. So this connection between this life and the life that is to come helps us to understand first and foremost that there is a life that is to come, 
But also that strength for the journey, as I mentioned, is so important for each one of us. This food for the journey helps us to deal with the joys and crosses of today and also our future needs as well. I'm so humbled as a priest when I see people come forward and receive Jesus so reverently at Mass. You can see their deep desire to abide in the Lord as he abides in us. I especially am humbled when I see people at the final stages of their life who long to receive Jesus in Holy Communion, whether it's the last time they receive or one of the last times, in anticipation of that next part of their journey to the throne of grace where they will stand before God and their need to know that they need to receive Jesus. What's also important for us to identify here, friends, is Jesus is quite clear. He doesn't, again, use words like like. He's not talking in the form of a parable. He's not asking us to focus on a symbol. Rather, he's asking us to focus on himself. Just as the living Father has life and has sent me, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. So this focus, this demand, this command of Jesus is something that we are not to take lightly. And so we as Catholic Church continue to be humbled by the fact that God is asking us to participate in this sacred, holy meal. Each of us are called by name. From the time when we're seven to receive Jesus in Holy Communion for the first time, to the day the Lord calls us home, each of us are called to receive him into our hearts, to long for him with a love that can only be satisfied by our God. And so today, friends, as you go to Mass, or perhaps you've already come home from Mass as you listen to this podcast, what a great reminder to us to renew our commitment to be reverent, to be respectful, and to long to receive Jesus in Holy Communion, so that transformed by him, we may move forward as God's daughters and sons. I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. May these words also, friends, give us comfort for those who have died, trusting that those who have been faithful to God over the years will indeed receive the compassion and mercy of a loving, forgiving, and merciful God. May it bring peace to us, and each time we enter into a Mass, may we realize that the communion of saints has come together in praise and worship of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the Eucharist. We thank you for feeding us not with regular food and drink, but with your flesh and blood. For in consuming you in this sacred holy meal, we receive you and your grace in abundance. Lord, thank you for all you do for us. Amen. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe.
Thanks, and God bless.